And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this Monday. Casey Jiskler here starting another week. Hope everybody is enjoying themselves. We've got a fun show coming your way. Um, In the next 90 minutes, we're going to be going to uh, Brian Colley in the next segment of the show, as we always tend to do, right? It's Monday. It's 1145. We'll have Brian on to talk about everything happening in the world of local sports and beyond. And then we will also, at um, uh, 12.15, have Jamar Celestine on the line. Coach Celestine is the head football coach at Homa Christian School. We're going to have him on to talk about his team and some of the things that they're looking to get accomplished over the summer, right? Everybody's playing summer and you know trying to get themselves ready to rock and roll. So we'll be chatting with Coach Celestine at 12.15, trying to get the lowdown from him. On things happening over at Homa Christian School, we've got to talk about LSU baseball. Uh, the Tigers are going to the College World Series. They get a series sweep over Kentucky, take care of business there. They are one of six teams that have already punched their ticket to Omaha. Two more teams are going to uh, punch their spot today. <clears throat> we'll chat about that a little bit later in the show. And then it's a Monday. Look, we haven't had a normal Monday in such a long time. We had... You know, I think one week I had to miss because of, you know, us building the newspaper. Then we had the holiday and then we had what I haven't been able to do W's and L's on Monday in a long time. We'll get you our W's and L's. We've got some good ones that we want to hand out and some things that we want to talk about um, a little bit later in the show. But I want to open up today's show just by talking a little bit about um, how refreshing it was that this was such a, um, how could I say this, positive sports weekend in our community. Positive, like up and down the spectrum, there was nothing but positive news that came out of our local sports scene in our area in the last couple of days. I start with the Everett Jackson Memorial Tournament, which took place at the Lockport Recreation Center on Saturday and Sunday basketball event that showcased the talent of local people. Boy, there were some good players there. I mean, high rising above the rim, slam dunk caliber players there. Um, But it was all to remember the life and to honor the life of Everett Jackson, a young man who played at Central Lafouche, who was taken to us or taken from us far too soon because of a terrible accident. Um, The same thing could be said about the Eric Thibodeau Memorial Tournament that was up the bayou out in Thibodeau. A lot of good players, a lot of talented players, a lot of people that were showcasing their athletic abilities all in the name of remembering someone who was taken from us far too soon. I didn't know Everett Jackson. I did know Eric Thibodeau. And I know that Eric was one of the most competitive people that you would ever meet. But he was also one of the most good-spirited people that you would ever meet. Always, you know, high-fiving and laughing and making jokes and cutting up. And and all in a positive way, right? So to see, and I was blessed with the opportunity to go to the Everett Jackson tournament. I did not uh, get a chance to make it all the way up the bayou for the the Eric Thibodeau tournament. But to see the people... Um, in our sports community, the adults in our sports community rallying around those two events made me very happy and, and certainly brought a smile to my face, brought a smile to our um, 
the, the faces of our athletic community as a whole. That was wonderful to see. Then the next thing that was very heartwarming to see was the fact that um, we had several um, local student athletes get offered scholarships from Nickel State University women's basketball, which that's always positive. You know, you get an opportunity to have a young person in our area have a chance to go on to the next level. And look, they haven't accepted the scholarship offer, but just to be offered is an honor in and of itself. Journey Johnson at Vanderbilt Catholic, Michaela Charles at Vanderbilt Catholic, and um, Caroline Adams at E.D. White all have been offered the opportunity to play basketball at Nichols State University. That's incredibly positive news, especially for a women's basketball program at Thibodeau right now that really isn't all that local, right? You got Trey Bruce, and then you got girls just kind of scattered from all over. <clears throat> so to know that there's the potential to have some local flavor be brought to that program and to know that you got three young ladies there who could potentially have the opportunity to play at that level, that's an incredibly positive thing. And that's something that excited me and that also should, should excite everybody in the area. Then again, carrying the momentum forward like it's like a tidal wave, man, just carrying the momentum forward. Terrebonne High School wide receiver and senior Kylan Billiot this weekend is playing seven on seven at LSU. He gets offered a scholarship by LSU and Brian Kelly and his staff. Kylan apparently was balling out of control this weekend at the seven on seven tournament out in Baton Rouge was, you know, just a mismatch for everybody that lined up opposite him. There were several media reporters and recruiting writers who had said, the day before the offer, like, hey, this Billy Eye kid is tearing things up here. He is one of the best players at the entire camp, any position. And then the next day, Brian Kelly and his staff pulled the trigger and they get him a scholarship offer. And there was some beautiful photography done of the moment when Kylan gets the offer. And you could see in the right of the picture of the LSU coaches, they're kind of smiling. <clears throat> to the left of the picture is Kylan just kind of melting in the arms of Tyler Lewis, the Terrebonne football coach. Just sheer joy, just sheer passion, just sheer, oh my God, I have worked for this my entire life and now this dream is about to come true. Just unbelievable stuff and another piece of positive momentum for our area. And I got two more for you. Matthew Malasson, E.D. White standout. He was a Nichols football signee. Well, now he has announced on social media that he's going to be playing baseball at Nichols. So he's going to be a dual sport guy at Nichols. <clears throat> I have said on Saturday on the sports corner, I think Melanson might be a better baseball prospect than he is a football prospect. And he's one hell of a football prospect. This is a guy who was the leadoff hitter on an E.D. White team that won the state championship. He was the 3A hitter of the year, offensive player of the year. He could hit for power, gap to gap. He could steal bases. He could go first to third, good glove. This is not just a, a token, you know, uh, doing somebody a favor scholarship offer. This is a legitimate um, threat who could potentially help that team in a big way. Malonson is going off to Nichols, and he's going to be pitching in, not pitching, but he's going to be contributing to the Nichols baseball team said pitching like there was some pun intended there. He's going to be playing an infield, and he's going to be swinging that, that very powerful bat of his. 
And then the last thing that I would like to say to kind of cap off this segment is on Sunday, we get all the way to the back end of the weekend, and I log on to Facebook, and I see nothing but pictures and uh, shared statuses and and posts and and information about our local AAU teams who apparently went out to the governor's games this weekend in Lafayette and just beat the hell out of everybody. We had so many local teams do well, so many local young ladies. And and, and Governor Games, I believe, was an all-female tournament. But um, either way, there were some men's teams that had success as well at different events. But, man, our AAU teams went out to Lafayette and ran roughshod on the brackets. The Flash had several teams either win championships or finish runner-up. B&B, Lady Hornets, um, We got some local girls that play for Louisiana United. They were incredible. We had so many local teams do amazing things over the weekend. It was just refreshing to see, you know, those kids holding their trophies, those kids smiling and winning their medals or whatever it may be. It was refreshing to see. And that's on top of the travel baseball and softball on every weekend. They have success. So it was all around. No uh, other way to say it. An incredibly positive weekend in our local sports scene. That was awesome to see. It was awesome to witness, awesome to be a part of. And, um, you know, hopefully that train of positive momentum can continue forward. Let's get a break when we get back out of the break. Brian Colley, South LaFouche, not South LaFouche AD anymore, former athletic director, but he is our good colleague and buddy here at Coastal Broadcasting. We'll chat with him about things happening in local sports. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. State Bank and Trust Company has provided Cajun banking served just the way you like it for now 70 years. State Bank offers a wide variety of modern conveniences without having to sacrifice that personal touch that we all know and love. So stop by today and get a taste of Cajun banking and be met by a smiling, familiar face who loves our area as much as you do. That State Bank and Trust Company still standing strong after 70 years of loyal service to our community. Need to find a gift for that sportsman in your life this Father's Day? Whether dad paddles or fly casts, No Wake Outfitters has just the right gift to show them your appreciation for all they've done and to show our appreciation for all those dads raising the next generation of anglers. From now until Father's Day, we'll be selling $120 gift cards for only $100 so that dad can pick out his own fishing tackler next fishing shirt. No Wake Outfitters, 1926 Airline Drive in Metairie. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system? called Dufresne Easy Buy. 
Come see us at DoFriendLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. I would say that, you know, it's kind of a, a routine and a set thing that we every Monday at 11.45, we have Coach Brian Colley on the line, but I just called him up and he said, man, I, I completely forgot. Coach, what's going on, man? You're supposed to have this locked in, man. Working hard at the restaurant. Ah, I got you. I got you, bro. Um, look, it was a busy sports weekend. We'll lead off with the LSU talk. Um, the Tigers went to Alex Box, endured a weather delay in game one. Didn't matter. Clobbered Kentucky. Uh, then in game two, didn't clobber them, but pulled away at the end. They go off to the College World Series. I think they were um, head and shoulders better than Kentucky was. And uh, they're going to Omaha, man. And the good thing, if you're a Tiger fan, LSU's playing their best ball right now. They're getting everything seems to be coming together at the exact appropriate time for them. They're getting some quality pitching from some guys that kind of struggled maybe during the year in their bullpen. They're getting some quality pitching there, and they're crushing the ball. I mean, they're just hitting the ball out the park. So uh, they're playing some really good baseball at the right time. Let's talk a little bit more local. Um, let's talk about high school. You know, we had seven on seven. We had team camps, and you know, everybody was busy this weekend. Um, how important are these things? You know, we have seven on seven. We have team camp, and you know, we talk about oh, it's great to get the kids work and to develop, and you know, all the different little cliches that we hear. At the end of the day, whenever we get to high school football in September or we get to high school basketball in November or high school baseball in February, well, how much of what happened in the summer is going to actually be a factor in what happens there in the next season? I think it's big with uh, with 7-on-7 seven seven and all these summer leagues and stuff where you can get – we spoke about it before, where you get your timing down, uh, you get you, uh, you, your uh, well, your defensive backs, they get their timing down, trying to make plays and playing the ball. A lot of times we've seen that they're in position to make plays and just uh, wouldn't do it. But they're getting some quality reps right now. But more importantly is uh, they're getting in that weight room and they, they're getting bigger, faster, stronger. And I think that above all 
is more important uh, come fall. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the NBA Finals, and then we'll kind of you know, get back to some uh, some college stuff. Um, Denver has now grabbed control of the series. They lead three to one over Miami. I think it's just too much of a struggle for Miami to score right now. Everything looks difficult for Miami right now. Denver's defense is kind of clamped down. And we talked about this on Saturday as well, is that Denver just has more options. They have more guys they could go to. Jokic is the best player in the series. Murray is probably the third best player in the series behind Butler and Jokic. But then after that, they've got role players galore. Bruce Brown and Porter and Gordon. And like they just have so many different weapons that Miami doesn't have. It feels like they're the deeper team. And I don't know, man. I feel like the NBA season is going to end tonight out in Denver. And it's crazy you mentioned the deeper team. They play seven, eight guys most of the time. Not, uh, I think Miami might be on the other end playing, you know, ten or so. But uh, on the court, they are they are the deeper team, and uh, not maybe not number wise, but is there a quality what they get in on the court? And they're playing some uh, pretty darn good defense, and they're making enough shots where to keep. Uh, Miami at bay, not letting them make those fourth quarter runs. But uh, yeah, I think it uh, it should end tonight. But look, Miami's going to have their their backs to the wall. I expect them to come out knowing, you know, they know this is it. They have to get it done tonight, or their season's over. We talked about this a little bit on Saturday, but there are a lot of people who listen to this show who don't listen on Saturday. So I'm going to ask you about it again. Uh, and I talked about it in the in the first segment of the show. Here is that. Man, it was just such a positive weekend for local athletics. Um, you got Nickel State University women's basketball offering scholarships to three local players, Journey Johnson, Michaela Charles, and Caroline Adams. Then you get Kylan Billiot, a wide receiver at Terrebonne. Go, they, you know, the Terrebonne Tigers are going to LSU. They're playing a seven-on-seven tournament in Baton Rouge. Kylan shows up, has the weekend of his life, and you know before he leaves Baton Rouge, he has a scholarship offer from LSU. He made a great impression on Brian Kelly and his staff, and you know he's got an offer there. Um, man, the old adage whenever I was in school was, "Oh, you know, you got to leave uh, down the bayou. You got to leave the bayou region. You gotta, you gotta get out. You're not gonna get seen down there." Boy, that's a lie now with huddle and the camps and the different things. If you're not getting seen now, it's because you don't want to get seen, brother, because, man, these kids are getting a lot of exposure now, and it was awesome to see at least four of our uh, men and women get recognized and get scholarship offers to try to play the next level. And, you know, and quite frankly, some people use that as an excuse. If they want to leave the area and go to different schools, I mean, that's, that's your choice. Go ahead and do it. But, uh, you know, they're going to say, oh, well, we're going to be seen. These recruiters are going to find you where, wherever you're at. I mean, they if you're good enough, they're going to find you. And our local coaches over here do a good enough job of pr- promoting their athletes to these college recruiters. So I, I think, you know, yeah, look, you want to leave, you leave. But uh, we got a lot of talent in our area, and it's great to see that these uh, colleges are, are recruiting our local area, especially the Maybe if you're not being seen, maybe you're not worth looking at, right? <laughs> well, hey, the truth hurts sometimes. <laughs> no doubt about that, man. Look, let's talk some more about LSU for a second. We kind of let off the segment with that. The Tigers are going to Omaha, and we'll have some fun here. I saw yesterday that there's a bar in Omaha that is hosting a 
tournament. It's a competition. Which fan base in Omaha is going to in- consume the most jello shots in the next 10 days out in Omaha? And they got all the schools on a big board, and they're going to tally them all up, and apparently Arkansas has got like the world record or whatever. LSU hadn't been there since 2017 when this started. That A, coach, will LSU win? I think that's a given. B, will they break Arkansas's record? I also think that's a given. Without a doubt. <laughs> Those Tiger fans going up to Omaha. Omaha loves it when the LSU uh, team makes it to Omaha because their, their tourism money is increased because the Tiger fans are going out. They're going to show up in force, and they're going to show these guys uh, over there how to have a good time. So, yeah. Of course, they're going to cross that record. You know that that's what's really interesting is people don't realize you know how an event like that could impact an entire area. Those, you know, you mentioned, you know, oh, well, we're talking about Jello shots and we're being silly, but that's thousands of people, and a lot of them are going to be from Louisiana. They're going to be going, you know, to hotels and eating at restaurants and whatever it may be, and. You look at an event like the Manning Passing Academy, which is coming to Thibodeau in the next couple of days, or next couple of weeks, rather. Same thing. You know, it's bringing hundreds and hundreds of people to Thibodeau. And, like, sports are just an engine, man. You know this as an athletic director. Yeah, we worry about the wins and the losses. And, you know, we talk about, you know, the the the, the players on the field or whatever. But you know that this better than maybe anybody. The business of this stuff is big, big money, man. Oh, it, without a doubt. And look, you go the the record books won't lie. Go back and look at the, the record books in Omaha, and I guarantee you, the most money is made when the LSU Tigers are in Omaha. It's just it's it's a fact. I mean, they they go out there, they bring a lot of people, they spend a lot of money. So these uh, events, you're right, it uh, brings in a lot of tourism dollars to the local area, and, and uh, it's big. Just like with Thibodeau, I mean, that's uh, a lot of money made in a Thibodeau area for uh, just by hosting the Manning Passing Academy. I unfortunately have some bad news for you, man, and Wake Forest just hit another home run on Alabama. <laughs> oh, look. That's, we, we talked about it Saturday. It was an uphill task for them, and uh, it's still, uh, you gotta, if you're an Alabama fan, you still got to be proud of um, how they responded to um, some things that happened to the, uh, that program during the season. So uh, they did a good job. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. I'm giving you a hard time. Look, man, (laughs) um, I'm getting a little concerned about something. Um, We talk LSU women's basketball, and look, I kind of have a little bit of an understanding of what's going on out there. I've been talking to some of the players, actually booked one of the main players off last year's team's going to be coming to a camp here uh, up the bye in just a couple of weeks. More information about that in the coming days. But, boy... Every single time I look on social media, Angel Reese is not playing basketball. She's at an award show. She's you know, uh, at an NBA Finals game. She's making a commercial, whatever it may be. Look, now, she doesn't look out of shape. She doesn't look like Zion Williamson. She looks like she could be ready to play any, any second now. But, boy, man, you start getting money involved, man. People kind of get distracted. Could And you were the one, one of the first ones that said this from the second that they won. Could there be such a thing as too much exposure? Yeah, look, uh, I believe it. It, it. Some people, the way they handle success, it uh, it brings them down very quick. It's a long process to get up on top of that hill, and you can get knocked off of it very quickly. And if you're not, you're not careful, 
it can happen sooner rather than later. And I, I just think LSU is going to have a lot of talent and how they're going to control all that talent. And the NIL stuff is what uh, we'll see if it's going to hurt the uh, Lady Tigers or not. It's going to be very, very interesting to see indeed. Brother, what you doing over the summer, man? You, you, you're not coaching basketball. You don't have any paperwork. How are you spending all this idle time, man? Man, I'm uh, helping my little girl with her. Well, I say helping. I'm helping by staying out of the way. <laughs> her wedding. And that's uh, what you uh, think. So it doesn't matter what I think. You and your mom's going to decide. What Good answer. So, yeah, I just stay out of it. So that's going great. And uh, working the restaurant, a to fail a little bit. Uh, going to hopefully get more involved with you guys up the road in, uh, in a week or so, I guess, as soon as we can sit down and go over some things and, just trying to keep an eye on the, the top of basketball team. It's kind of um, if people are Facebook live in it or Bayou Sports is on there, I'm watching and just trying to stay in, in the game as much as I can. But for the most part, just kind of relaxing. Going to do a little bit of traveling coming up soon and trying to take it easy and get ready for that first day of school. That's when it's going to probably hit me even more that, I, that I'm done. Look, man. Um... Over the weekend, Mike Barba got married to Ashley Adams, and that's, of course, the South Terrebonne baseball coach marrying the Thibodeau women's basketball coach. And look, you've often said here, like one of the MVPs to your career has been your wife, Tanya. You know, she understands how you were not going to be home a lot and, you know, taking care of a lot of the responsibilities around the house. 100%, you know, one of the MVPs. Now, on the flip side to that, bro, could you imagine if after those long days, and, you know, stressful days of being in the office till 1 a.m. and watching film and stressed out after a hard loss. Could you imagine coming home to another coach who was experiencing the same thing, man? Like, God bless them. I think they're going to make it work. They've got two personalities that are very compatible. But, boy, that's such an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Hopefully they have a big house. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but, look, uh, no doubt. The, uh, the wise of coaches, that's the MVP. Um, no, every year, every season, there's no doubt. They uh, put up uh, a lot, put up with a lot with these coaches. And I'm just thankful that she understood that, you know, let me, uh, let me do my job the way I thought it had to be done. And, uh, yeah, definitely MVPs. <laughs> no doubt, brother. Look, man, thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again soon. All right, partner? Appreciate it. Have a good day. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you too. That is Coach Brian Colley doing an excellent job as always. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to be um, talking some LSU baseball. The Tigers get a series victory over Kentucky. They're going to Omaha. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Get ready, Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background 
checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show, March 19th and 20th. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't miss it. Rev is creating the next evolution in communication. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. The next level in communications. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. Welcome to Rev. Learn more at letsrev.com. Since 1948, Valeria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina Knotless Dyneema, Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at AleriaBros.com. They say America doesn't make anything anymore. They say no one stands behind their products. They say nothing is built like it used to be. But they haven't met us. We are Mueller, a family business building on 90 years of doing what they never could. Mueller Metal Roofs and Buildings. Made in America. Made to last. Hi, I'm Ava Cates, Secretary of the Louisiana Workforce Commission, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Tech Ready Louisiana program. Tech Ready Louisiana is a tool for everyone. We are pleased to partner with Casera, an online learning platform to provide Louisianians access to over 6,000 free courses to help you navigate a tech ready world. You can access Casera by visiting our website or visit one of our local offices. Are you tech ready? Let's get started. Sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. LSU is going to the College World Series for the first time since 2017. The Tigers sweep Kentucky, uh, take care of business in that series, and punch their ticket into the College World Series. Um, couple thoughts. Um, man, on a very positive and very optimistic side of things, um, if LSU keeps playing like this, I, there's nobody in the country that's decisively better. We talked about it last week. If you could consistently allow five runs or fewer, ain't nobody going to consistently beat you. In the NCAA tournament, you have scored 7, 6, 13, 14, and 8. If you would have allowed five runs or fewer, you would have won every game. And in four of the five games in the NCAA tournament, so whether they play, they have allowed five runs or fewer. 
So that's the first thing that stands out is that the pitching staff is really, really helping this team out in a big way. In a very big way, the pitching staff is helping this team out. Um, The second thing is, offensively, LSU starting to regain their mojo a little bit. Um, They're starting to get back to some of the things that worked for them earlier in the season. Um, And that's been very beneficial. So now you go to the College World Series and you've got an offense that's playing with confidence. You've got a pitching staff that's pitching with confidence. And you become a really gifted team. A team that is going to be one of the teams to beat. A team that is playing like they have been the number one team in the country for the overwhelming majority of the year. So where could there be pitfalls? Where could there be issues? Where could things happen that could get this train off the rails? Um, If by some chance someone hits Paul Skeens, well, that becomes problematic. Um, because it throws everything off schedule. The reason why everything is working right now for the LSU baseball team is because Paul Skeens is keeping everything on schedule. (laughs) In the regional, he threw a complete game against Tulane. That's one whole game that you were able to just flush everything down the drain, not worry about anything, and then you had your whole staff (laughs) for the two Oregon State games that followed. That's a big bonus. Then you get to the Kentucky series. Doesn't throw a complete game against Kentucky. But by all intents and purposes, he threw a complete game. LSU was leading by so much when he left the game that they could have thrown the bad boy in the final two innings, uh, or really for the final four outs, because that's all Blake Money needed to get. And you were able to hold on and win that game decisively. I mean, when you're leaving with a 14 to nothing lead in the eighth inning, Um, by all intents and purposes, that's a complete game. So what did that do? They gave LSU options. It afforded them the opportunity (laughs) to overcome a poor start from Ty Floyd yesterday where he didn't have his best and he got chased in the early stages of the game, three and one-thirds innings pitched, and it allowed you to stay on schedule. Riley Cooper yesterday one of the MVPs, three innings, shutout ball, two hits, one walk. Gavin Gidry gets the save, two and two-thirds, four strikeouts, was just dealing. If your bullpen is going to continue to do that, there's not very many teams around the country that are going to consistently be able to beat you. And there may only be one team around the country that could even beat you at all if you're continuing to do that, and that would be those guys over at Wake Forest who are just a home run hitting behemoth. So now you got some decisions to make. Now you go to Omaha and you're going to be playing in the first game, the winner between Southern Miss and Tennessee in a series that's going to be decided officially later today. Then in your second game, you'll be playing maybe Wake Forest. Wake Forest is on the other side of the bracket. You could potentially be playing them Uh, or the winner between Wake Forest and Stanford and Texas. 
So that's the way the bracket is. It's Wake Forest versus the winner between Stanford and Texas. That's one matchup. And then it's LSU versus the winner between Southern Miss and Tennessee. So that leads to an interesting question that Jay Johnson's going to have to answer. On Saturday or Friday, whenever the College World Series begins for LSU, will Jay Johnson throw Paul Skeens in the first game of the tournament? What does that do? It obviously gives you a huge advantage if you could win that first game, get into the winner's bracket, set yourself up. You could potentially get a good leg up on the tournament. But let's say you beat Southern Miss or Tennessee. You throw schemes. He goes seven innings. He does what schemes does. And then you got to play Wake Forest the second game. Do you trust Ty Floyd to, to consistently get Wake Forest out? And if he could get him out for three, four innings, do you trust your other guys to get him out for four or five innings on the back end? Do you trust your offense to outscore him? Do you think he could beat him 15 to 12? Or do you try to throw Ty Floyd against Southern Miss or Tennessee in the first game of the tournament, knowing that if you could steal that game with Ty Floyd on the mound, which is not all that far-fetched, by the way, because Ty Floyd beat Tennessee earlier this season, And you should have better talent than Southern Miss. Just the schematics of it all says you should have better talent than Southern Miss. So it's not that far-fetched. If you could get by that game, then guess what? You got the big dog ready for Wake Forest in game two. But then you run the risk of, well, what happens if Ty Floyd, you know, has hiccups and he's not good and and Tennessee or Southern Miss beat you, then you're in the loser's bracket and you may be saving schemes for a Wake Forest game that may never happen. Or let's say you beat Tennessee or Southern Miss and, you know, Texas or whatever upsets Wake Forest. Like, you're forecasting well into the future, and that sometimes could be a very dangerous thing to do. But I'm telling you now, look, it's Monday. Right now the story is not on this pitching decision and it's still focused on, Hey, they won. They went to Omaha. That's what the story still is right now. But when we get to Wednesday, Thursday, and the team, you know, gets on the plane and flies out to the, I'm telling you, it's going to become a dilemma. It's going to become a conversation starter. It's going to become something that people are talking about. Who is he going to throw in the first game of the college world series and the strategy that'll go into making those decisions. And, I, and the, the crazy part of it is, is that I don't think that there's necessarily a right or a wrong way, right? Like, I don't think there's a bad way to do this. I don't think that there's, you know, a clear, hey, this is what you should do. Here's what you should not do. It's just a feel thing. But that's the crazy thing about being a baseball coach or being a manager or being a coach at this level is that you've got to make true 50-50 decisions And fans are going to be criticizing you and critiquing you every step of the way when truly there's no bad or good or no right or wrong. It's just going to be the way it goes, right? And that's why those guys make as much money as they do. That's why those guys have to put up with as much scrutiny as they do because this is going to be a decision that's going to potentially shake the way that the College World Series will go for LSU in the coming days. 
How do they align their pitching? How do they stack up their pitching? Can they mix it and match it well enough to power through the next two weeks that are going to be required of them to try to win the College World Series? And it's going to be incredibly interesting to see how Jay Johnson does that. We've got much more about this in our W's and our L's, but let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Coach Celestine in Homer Christian School. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Health System. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury, or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment, individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today. 985-493-4501, the Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Health System, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. Water safety tips from Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. A tree can be a warrior, battling global challenges with greater courage. A tree can be a solution, cleaning our air, supporting our communities, and protecting our wildlife. A tree can be noble, growing hope in every corner of the world. That's why now is the time for trees, millions of trees. Join our planting movement at arborday.org. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. 
Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. It's Ram season at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We spent the last segment of the show talking some LSU baseball and detailing some of the things that we're looking forward to seeing the Tigers do out in Omaha. Now we get back more local and we'll go to Homa Christian School. We have their football coach, Coach Jamar Celestine, on the line. Coach, good afternoon, man. How are we doing today? Good afternoon. How you doing? Good, bro. Um, you guys are busy doing the summer thing, playing seven on seven and getting out and competing. And, you know, man, how are things going out there over at Homa Christian, man? It's going really well so far. The kids are buying in. Um, of course, we are introducing them to some new things for us offensively and defensively. Um, but the summer's been going really well. Um, we've been having a lot of attendance. Um, the kids have been eager to get out, and, you know, they're working really hard. Tell us about that uh, because, you know, we used to have Butch on throughout the last football season, and, you know, he would say, hey, man, you know, we're, we're running the wing tee, and, you know, we're, we're doing things a little different than a lot of other high schools. In your past, you have been more of a spread guy. You know, let's spread the field and, and, you know, let our athletes go to work. I'm sure that's part of the offensive change that you've been talking about, huh? Absolutely. Uh, we've been implementing the spread, and uh, the kids are, I mean, their eyes are just lighting up. Um, we have some guys that, that we think um, if we get them out in space, they can be real dangerous for us this season. Um, so, so, so far, it's been going really well. Our quarterback is really smart. He's picking up on a lot of the different concepts. Um, now it's just a, it's more of a teaching um, tool, just teaching them exactly what to look for for us too high, um, just teaching them different coverages, uh, man-to-man, uh, cover three. And uh, now just more of once they catch on to what it is that we're trying to do, then we can implement and go forth with uh, more plays. But um, the concept's been they, – they've been catching on thus far. Tell us a little, a little bit about your background. I know you've been coaching around the area for a long time, but it's your first time joining us here on the on our show. So for the listeners who are wondering, man, tell us about this, Coach Celestine. Give us a rundown of some of the places you've been, man. Um, well, basically my background, I come from Turbone High School. I was the former offensive coordinator at Turbone High School. Um, I spent the last seven, seven years there. Um, Gary Hill brought me on, gave me opportunity to coach football. Um, I, my background was also in law enforcement. So um, as, as soon as I got out of law enforcement, I was eager to get into to, to a kid. You know, anything that I can do to, to tell a kid, to help a kid in life, you know, I, I just wanted the opportunity to do that. And uh, I was fortunate. Um, coach Hill brought me on. I did attend Grandma State University where I received my bachelor's and my master's degree um, in sports administration. And uh, I always knew that coming home and, and making a difference in kids' life was something that I wanted to do. 
Um, so I had an opportunity to do that, and I made the most of it. I got a chance to coach some of the best athletes um, throughout Terrebonne Parish and Ja'Kai Douglas, um, Florida State, uh, Jalen Lucas, Indiana, Mason Smith at LSU, uh, Chavez Brown. So I got a chance to, to touch some kids and, you know, just to be around that atmosphere. And, uh, of course, I fell in love with it, so that's, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, for sure, man. Very well said and, and you know, happy that you're getting the opportunity to be a head coach. Um, let's talk about this, man. Um, Homer Christian School has a really prominent athletic department that's continuing to grow. Uh, Butch does a great job at baseball. Coach Crowder does an excellent job at softball. Richard Jones is building that basketball. you got a legendary coach in Kathy Luke with the girls' side. Man, now you're part of that. Boy, it's got to be a lot of fun to be surrounded by a lot of really, really good and really successful coaches, man. Absolutely. And the, and the great thing about being around them, I get to pick their brain and ask questions. Um, I'm a guy that loves to learn. I never claim to know it all. I'm eager to learn. And, and you know, you, you never know everything. So I'm always trying to fill uh, my cup, as they would say, with more knowledge. And um, I've, I've got a chance to talk to Coach Luke, and I, I talk to Coach Jones often. And, you know, just feeding off of them. And, and they're all trying to build a program, not only in, in sports, but also in the school. Just, just, just being in that environment where it's a positive environment and people are supporting you is everything you know we all look at we all look for in our jobs day to day we're looking for support right and uh that support system has been bar none so far since i've been there so i'm just a happy i'm just happy to be a part of the family and uh hopefully i can bring something to the table that'll push us forward in the future for sure man uh look one of the things that all of the athletic coaches there have been telling us in the last 12 months is hey We've got so many good young athletes here. Butch says, hey, man, my baseball team is so young, but we've got so many talented players. And Richard is the same thing with basketball. You know, we got so many young guys, ninth graders, 10th graders. And I'm sure it's a lot of those same kids, Coach, who are playing football. So, man, it's a young crew, but it's a crew that a lot of people are very excited about, man. You must be uh, one in the same, huh? Absolutely. And the thing about having those young kids is that you get a few years to actually build them up and get them going in the right direction. So I'm, I'm intrigued just to see that they're ending. You know, a lot of people don't see the potential in the beginning, you know, because, you know, they look at the record, hey, those guys haven't been good. They're not a, you know, it's not a good program, but they don't see the ending result. You know, when I started at Turbone, um, we were two and eight, then we were, then we were four and six, you know, but as the years went on and we saw that young, young class come in with the Chaz Wards and the Ja'Kai Douglas and the Keyshawn James, we knew that when they get to when they got to be juniors and seniors, they were going to be special. So now I get to see that coming in the door at Homer Christian, and I see some of those ninth and tenth graders, and those guys are really going to leap out to people in the future, especially if they buy in and continue to work as hard as they have been in the weight room. Bro, if you come on this show, I ask every coach this question. It's your first time joining us, so I'm going to ask you the same. You know, we got all this this split stuff and select schools and non-select schools. And look, at Terrebonne, obviously, you were on the non-select side or the public side, so to speak. Now you're on the opposite side, so you've seen both sides of it. If it were up to you, if I told you, Coach Celestine, you're the LHSA executive director for the day, what would it look like, man? That's a, that's a great question. Um, honestly... Um, I do believe in kids getting the opportunity and, and, and going where they want to go and playing where they want to play. Um, but it has to be fair. Um, the thing is, some coaches get the opportunity to go handpick guys, and then you have programs that, that are like us more so. The kids have to come because they want to be there. Um, so, 
for me, it's just make it fair across the board. If we're going to open it up for everyone, let everyone go and handpick the kids they're going to do it. If not, let's make it across the board to where it's fair, to where everybody gets uh, equivalent a- athletes for us, where they stay at, that's where they play at. Um, but I'm I'm all about kids getting the opportunity to pick where they want to go because I don't want to coach a kid that don't want to be coached by me, if that makes sense. I want to coach the kids that want to be there, that's intrigued about being there, and that's, that's for the betterment of the program, not selfish kids that's all about them. So, no, for sure. For sure, very well said, man. Look, um, what were some of the things that attracted you to Homer Christian School? Obviously, you know, you're – you're applying for the job, and you're, you're you're looking for an opportunity to become a head coach. What were some of the things you liked the most about the school? And now I'll take it even a step farther. Since you've gotten the job and you've been there for now a couple of months, what are some of the things you learned about the school that you liked the most about it? Okay, so some things that attracted me. I'm from Homer, Louisiana. My thing for me is always wanting to big up Homer, no matter what area I was in. I mean, even when I was at Terrible and I thought about athletes at other schools, I always want to see kids from our area do well. I have relationships with kids outside at different schools. So my thing is, how can we bring a championship back to Homer? And it can't be all about athletics, right? You have to make sure that those kids are student athletes. And and that's my big thing about Homer Christian. I, I, I looked in, I did some research, and I saw how smart those kids were as far as their ACT. I walked inside their sanctuary, and I saw those ACT scores just soared all over the, the sanctuary. And I'm like, that's impressive because a lot of times people focus on athletics and they forget about the important part of classroom. And Homer Christian, I know for a fact, once I talk to a college coach about my athlete, I know he's going to be eligible and, and able to accept that scholarship because they focus on academics first. And that's the part, just being there so far, I know that, that that's the, the ultimate plus. I have a very smart team. And a lot of people say, hey, well, you can't win with all, you know, with, with guys with all high GPAs. But I beg to differ. I think that when you're smart, you can obtain more knowledge, more concepts. And I think you can get, gain a lot of success just from those athletes understand that it's better to take care of your business off of the field and, and things on the field will work itself out. For sure, man. Look, uh, this is a kid that you're going to be very familiar with because you you know worked with him when you were at Terrebonne. We mentioned earlier in the show, Kylan Billy gets the big old scholarship offer from LSU. And you know what's crazy is that, you know, hey, that's obviously huge news and we're so happy for Kylan. But if you talk to the folks around Terrebonne, it's more the mindset of, we don't know what took so long because this is a kid who's always been special to us. But Kylan's finally starting to get that spotlight shined on him, man. And I know you must be super proud as well. I'm going to tell you, just I, I've been around Kylan since seventh grade. So I've had the, 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 the privilege of having him since seventh grade at Homer Junior High because I started off as the athletic director at Homer Junior High. And uh, in seventh grade, I've had people come to the school to talk to this kid just based off his pure, just athletic ability. God granted him something that nobody can take from him. He is a freak of nature when it comes to athletics. His only issue with me was, hey, make sure you take care of your business in the classroom and off the field. He had that big immaturity that, that you know, a lot of those kids start off being immature. But now he, he's, he's grown and he understands that it's bigger than just him. It's bigger than just his name. He has something that he's working toward. And I am so excited for him. I saw him at LSU camp. I, I got a chance to bring Homer Christian, my whole entire team, to LSU to compete at the 7-on-7 and at the offensive line, defensive line camp. 
So I was able to run into him and hug him and just let him know, like, man, keep working. And that's what I tell all those guys over there. I still have great relationships with those kids, and I want, I want the best for them. Um, no matter what uniform I have on, I am a Terrebonne alumni. So I love those kids. I love that school. And uh, I am so happy for him that he, he – that was the, the, the offer that he's been chasing. And he finally has the offer that he's been working toward. And for me as a coach, as his former coach, it, it brings nothing but joy to me. That's awesome. Look, before we let you go, it's June the 12th today. Uh, so you guys are going to be hitting it hard for the next couple of weeks before July. July is more of a weight room conditioning type of month. Then August, you guys are back out on the field. In the next couple of months of June, what are some goals that you have? What are some things you're hoping to see to let you know, hey, man, this is a, a successful month and we got better? Honestly, we go day by day. I, I want to see a mentality, a change day by day. We try to win every day. Um, so it's really about consistency with us. It's, it's about them showing up daily, consistently putting in the work, consistently getting better. Um, you're not going to know exactly where you're at until you get in the pads and you face another team in another uniform because, of course, you have your teammates. You, don't, you can't go full throttle. You, can, you don't want to risk injuries at a 2A school with small numbers. So it's more about the day-to-day operation. How are they preparing each day to get better? And if we're getting better daily, individually, I already know once it comes time for team um, activities, I know we're going to be where we need to be. Good stuff, Coach. We thank you so much for the time. Have a great rest of the day. We'll have you on again soon, okay? I appreciate it, man. You guys enjoy the rest of y'all day. Yes, sir. That is Coach Celestine at Homer Christian School doing an excellent job. He's going to do a good job there. You can tell he's got that passion. He's got that spirit. Um, I think he's going to do a good job there at Homer Christian School. And he's got some, how do they say that, some, uh, some good toys in the chest to play with. He's got some good athletes, and with good athletes leads usually to su- some success. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, W's and L's, everybody's favorite segment here on Play by Play. We'll be right back after this, talking about all sorts of things around the world of sports. We'll be right back. Need to find a gift for that sportsman in your life this Father's Day? Whether dad paddles or fly casts, No Wake Outfitters has just the right gift to show them your appreciation for all they've done and to show our appreciation for all those dads raising the next generation of anglers from now until Father's Day. We'll be selling $120 gift cards for only $100 so that dad can pick out his own fishing tackle or next fishing shirt. No Wake Outfitters, 1926 Airline Drive in Metairie. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in LaRose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Rev is creating the next evolution in communication, a network built for every possibility, internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future, the next level in communications. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. Welcome to Rev. Learn more at letsrev.com. 
as a recipient of a prize from Coastal Broadcasting of LaRose Incorporated, also known as KLEB, 1600 AM, also known as the Ragin' Cajun. You are responsible for applicable taxes and our licensing fees. We are not responsible if a prize is damaged or breaks, an event is canceled, or if a business closes. When mailing prizes, our station is not responsible for prizes that are damaged or lost. One winner per household for 30 days. Winner must have a picture ID and must pick up prizes within 30 days. You may also pick up most prizes at our studio office, 11603 Highway 308, LaRose. Thank you for listening. I like to say that we're a five-star hotel for airplanes. When people walk in these hangars, probably the most common thing I hear is, wow, these hangars are beautiful. Mueller metal buildings are made to last. A lot of people know Mueller makes a very good product. We like the, the metal. It withstands the test of time. It's hardy, and um, everybody was so easy to work with. If we had to do it over again, we would definitely stay with Mueller. Find out more at MuellerINC.com. If you own your own business and kept your employees working during COVID in 2020 and 2021, then you are most likely entitled to the employee retention credit that the federal government is offering small business owners. With the ERC grant, you can receive up to $26,000 per employee. And this is not a loan, and you do not have to pay it back. If you are a qualifying business, it is best to use an accounting firm that specializes in only ERC grant filing. RC Advisors can guide you through this process, and we don't get paid unless you get paid. RC Advisors is now hiring referral specialists, full-time or part-time, work from home. We will supply you leads and make your own hours. All you do is send us a potential business that might want to apply for the grant, and we do the rest. Time is running out to apply for this grant, so if you have questions, please call for a free consultation. 1-888-90-ERC-GRANT. That's one 888 903-7247 or visit www.applyercgrant.biz to apply today. Welcome back to Play by Play. We'll get to our W's and our L's. We want to thank Coach Collier. We want to thank Coach Celestine for their time. Where's it? No. Oh. I'm over here saying, man, what's that noise? It's something on my laptop. Sorry about that. You guys were hearing some uh, ESPN.com background music, maybe. I was wondering. I thought I was hearing things. But anyway, our W's and our L's, these are the people that stood out to us, either good or bad in the world of local sports and professional sports and college sports in the last couple of days. W goes to LSU baseball. How could it not? Um, Pulmonary had introduced mediocrity to this LSU program. He should have been relieved of his duties far before he was ever given the chance to retire. I have been open and vocal about this for a long time, long before he was relieved of his duties. And look, he didn't retire. He wasn't going to be welcomed back. LSU hadn't been to the College World Series since 2017. You do the math. One season, two seasons, three seasons, four seasons, five. Five straight seasons didn't make it to the College World Series. Four of those were under his watch. Jay Johnson comes to Baton Rouge. In his second year, he gets the team back to Omaha. They were the number one team in the country all year long. I think kind of were unfairly dropped in the polls as far as they were because they had a hiccup or two along the way. Find me a team in the SEC that will not have a hiccup or two. This ain't Wake Forest. We, We don't get the chance to play NC State in conference play, right? In the SEC, you're playing top 25 teams every single week. Of course, you're going to have a hiccup or two. <clears throat> so I think that some of the, the drop in the polls or whatever were a little bit overstated, but you're back in Omaha. You're going to be playing for a national championship in the coming days. 
This is where this program needs to be. It's where this program belongs. Kudos to the LSU baseball team. <clears throat> and L goes to Kentucky coach Nick Manglioni. Um, <laughs> boy, is this dude a piece of work or what? And, and I'm saying piece of work because I don't want to say other things on the air. The ninth inning yesterday lasted probably about an hour. Why? Because after every single batter, this guy was coming on the field and having a mound visit or changing pitchers. or He was more committed than any other coach in history that I have ever seen to not playing baseball. Oh, we're going to go have a visit. We're going to go talk to the pitcher. Oh, we're going to make a substitution. In the ninth inning yesterday, Kentucky used, let's see, one, two, three, four guys, five guys in the ninth inning. Just took the air and the life out of the stadium. This is the same guy, mind you, who during a challenge play where his team won the challenge was on the field wanting to talk about it with the umpire. Get off of the field! Dear Kentucky Baseball, get your coach off of the field. It was We had a college baseball game that 11 runs were scored, which isn't a lot. College baseball, which has a pitch clock. And it was a four-hour game. Because every time anybody looked up, this jackass was on the field walking to the mound. Not not jogging to the mound, slow walking to the mound. Kentucky has never been to the College World Series before. And after this weekend, I hope that they never get there for a decade more. 25 years more. They were the most annoying and aggravating team to play of anyone that LSU has played all year. Oh, let's go have a mound visit. How about let's play baseball, dude? The ninth inning of that game lasted an hour. One inning lasted an hour. And then, oh yeah, at the end of it all, through all of the mound visits, through all of the hoopla, through all of the nonsense. It was the coach's decision, stupid decision, to pitch to Dylan Cruz after making a substitution of pitching change in the middle of the at-bat. It was the coach's decision to pitch to Dylan Cruz in a 2-1 count with runners on second and third that cost him any opportunity to come back and win the game. Kudos, coach. You got all your camera time. You slowed the game down. And then your ass is still going home because you didn't make it to the College World Series again. Because y'all have never made it to the College World Series. Get out of here, Kentucky. We're extremely annoying to watch. Weekend W goes to Wake Forest. They just beat the snot out of Alabama. They are a wrecking ball. They beat Alabama 22-5. to Hit a million and fifty home runs. Let's see. Let's count them. One. I can't even count them. All. They're, they're so scattered. Oh, yeah, I can't count them. They hit nine home runs against Alabama in game two of that Super regional in a 22 to 5 win. Um, they're going to be tough. They're going to be awfully tough for LSU or whoever in the College World Series. I don't know that they're battle tested like an LSU is. Um, but boy, can they really swing it? And if you could swing it, 
it's going to be awfully tough. Now, the one piece of um, optimism that I would have for anybody that's saying, oh, it's Wake Forest versus the field, Omaha is a big park, <clears throat> a very big park. So maybe some of those long fly balls that are you know sailing out in North Carolina might be caught at the warning track out there in Nebraska. We at least we could hope. <clears throat> and that goes to Megan Rapinoe, um, soccer legend, who said yesterday at a Sue Bird Jersey retirement ceremony, "Congratulations on like arguably the best career that anybody has ever had in the history of any sport ever." Megan Sue Bird is not even in the top 50 of best athletes ever. She is a career 11-5 and five player in the WNBA. 11.5 assists per game for her career. She is not one of the top 10 best WNBA players of all time. Best career that anyone has ever had in the history of any sport ever. I have nothing else to add to that. I'm going to move on to the next one. That That's so laughable that I'm not even going to spend more time elaborating on that. Weekend W goes to the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, because they're continuing to play good baseball. They get another win um, or another series win, another series sweep over the weekend. And... They are in first place in the West, in a NL West where the Dodgers roam, and you got Freddie Freeman and those mean boys out there. It's Arizona, who's tied for the best record in the National League with Atlanta with a 40-25 and record. They're three and a half games up on the Dodgers. At the end of the day, do I think that Arizona is going to win the NL West? I don't. But boy, they position themselves very nicely to potentially make it to the playoffs, earn a wild card spot, make it to the playoffs, Arizona's got a young player that you probably never heard of who's really special. Corbin Carroll for the Arizona Diamondbacks is the best player that you probably have not heard of that you're about to hear of because he's about ready to be a name brand player. He's hitting 308 on the season, 13 home runs, 33 RBI, 19 stolen bases. Uh, look, he's a swing and miss guy. He's already struck out 49 times, but in 62 games, that's really not that bad either, right? But Corbin Carroll with an OPS of 968. He's one of the best players in baseball. He's 22 years old, a left-handed left fielder for a Diamondbacks team that is trending up. A weekend L goes to the Canadian police. After the Canadian Open this weekend, a golf tournament out in Canada, uh, we have a tournament title that goes to, let me pull it up and tell you, uh, the title went to uh, Taylor, Nick Taylor. Very good Canadian player. He wins in the playoff, makes a long putt on the last playoff hole, about a 70-foot putt. He drains it. Everybody's going crazy. He's Canadian. He's the first Canadian player to win the tournament. Adam Hadwin, another Canadian golfer, runs on the green with champagne. He's spraying it up in there. He's excited for his buddy Nick Taylor. Canadian police storm the green and Roman Reigns spear him to the ground like he would be a civilian, like he would be a random fan. What are you doing? <clears throat> now, to be fair, or not to be fair, but I guess maybe to look at this on a, on a brighter side, Hadwin's having fun with this. And he has, you know, since tweeted about it and he's, he's made jokes about it, whatever it may be. But boy, if this were someone else who were a little bit more on the Karen side of things, this could be big trouble. 
got a security guard just tackling a professional athlete who's not doing anything wrong for no good. What are we doing? South Park had it right, man. Blame Canada. The hell with those guys, man. Weekend W goes to Jokic of the <coughs> excuse me of the Denver Nuggets. Um, Jokic and the Nuggets are one win away from making it to the not making it winning the NBA championship. <coughs> playing through fouls, playing through a very tough whistle. Jokic had twenty three points and twelve rebounds, and I give him the W. But truly, the W also goes to his role players. Bruce Brown, 21 points. Aaron Gordon, 27 points. The Nuggets have so many guys that they could hit you with. And they're going to win the championship tonight. Prove Taylor and I wrong. Taylor and I have been making fun of the Nuggets all playoffs. <clears throat> but man, their team, it, it you start talking about destiny, right? It just feels like it's their year. Weekend L goes to Southern Miss baseball fans because over the weekend, they took it upon themselves to, to throw things at Tennessee coach Tony Vitalo. <clears throat> Normally, I wouldn't comment or say anything about anything like this because every fan base has some bad apples. Every fan base has some bad eggs. And that's for any athletic program. High school, college, pro, anybody. They've all got some bad apples. They've all got some bad eggs. Why I'm putting Southern Miss on the L portion of this here is because, man, they're becoming some repeat offenders. LSU went out to the Hattiesburg Regional last year. Had all sorts of problems with Southern Miss fans. Hooting and hollering and and just making a big stink of the thing. Now, Tennessee's there in a regional, by the way, that Tennessee should be hosting. You play in an SEC schedule compared to Southern Miss, who plays a pop chalk schedule. Tennessee should be hosting that super regional, but that's neither here nor there. Um, And you're having issues again. Southern Miss, who the hell do you think you are? You are not relevant in any stretch of the imagination. To be acting like you're this high and mighty. Go sit down somewhere. During conference realignment, when we form the Super Leagues, right? And that's coming. There's going to be three or four Super Leagues. The conferences are going to have 30, 35 schools each. Maybe 20, 25 schools each. You know which one of the Super Conferences is going to want Southern Miss? None of them. Not a damn one. So go sit on the side. So And look, if you do make it to Omaha, I hope you get skeensed in the first game. And yes, I just made up the adjective, you got skeensed. Cocky fans. I mean, get out of here. Who are you, Southern Miss? You never won anything in anything. Get out of here. W goes to Nichols Women's Basketball for what we talked about earlier in the show, offering three local players. It is a Nichols program on the women's side of things, and I'm going to try to say this in a way that's not offensive. You just look at the team off of the bus. You could see that they lack athleticism and that they lack strength. The others, and I did every one of the home games on ESPN+, Plus, so I've seen them all. The other Southland Conference teams look so much more physically impressive than Nichols does right now. 
you need a jolt of some athleticism. Justin Payne's going to get it, but it's going to take some time, and I'm happy to see that he's trying to secure some of the local talent. A weekend L goes to the NCAA because the circus that happened in Baton Rouge on Saturday was exactly that, a circus. You have a baseball game scheduled for 2 o'clock. At 2 o'clock, it is sunny and there is not a cloud in the sky in Baton Rouge. But because there was a threat that it might rain at like 4.15, we didn't start the Super Regional Game 1 between LSU and Kentucky. So we right out of the gate on a sunny day, looked at some future cast app on somebody's phone and decided, oh, 7 o'clock will be better to play. It didn't rain at 2, it didn't rain at 3, it didn't rain at 4, it didn't rain at 5, it didn't rain at 6. Four hours, no rain in the afternoon. You know when it rained? At 7 o'clock. When your Fancy Pants Futurecast app said it would have been clear to play baseball, that's when it started raining. Caused a delay, weren't able to play until 8. Game lasted until the wee hours, or excuse me, weren't able to play until 9. Game lasted until the wee hours of the morning. And LSU finally did get a win. We have too much technology, folks. We look at these fancy apps. Oh, the, the, the app says it's going to rain at, at 5.14 p.m. <clears throat> oh, look, the app says there's going to be lightning here at 3.13 p.m. and 15 seconds. We do it with hurricanes, too. You guys saw on Facebook over the weekend, oh, there's a model saying there's going to be a storm hitting Louisiana in four weeks. The next day, what does the model say? Nothing. The day after that, what does the model say? Nothing. The day after that, what does the model say? Oh, well, there's going to maybe be a storm, but it's going to hit Florida. These weather people can't tell you what the weather's going to be in five minutes, much less five hours, much less five weeks from now. That's why I always roll my eyes at these future cast reports of, oh, it's going to be an active hurricane season. Oh, it's going to be a below normal hurricane season. You can't tell me what the weather's going to be 30 minutes from now. Trying to tell me that it's going to be an above average hurricane season. Trying to tell me in September there's going to be a lot of hurricanes. It's June the 12th right now. You can't tell me what the weather's going to be on June the 13th. And you're trying to tell me what the weather's going to be on September the 13th? Baby, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. And it wasn't the night before that either. So y'all could get gone with all this, oh, the app says it's going to rain at 4.15, so we can't play baseball at 2 because we've got we've to be able to get the full game in. Get out of here with that, man. We have too much technology. Technology is a tool. It is something we should use to base our decisions on. It is not an end-all. It is not something that should be the 100% sole factor to find out our decisions. Not in any stretch of the imagination. <clears throat> that entire thing Saturday was embarrassing. If it's not raining at 2 and you got a game scheduled at 2, both teams should be out on the field playing at 2. I don't care about the All-American pitcher. I don't care about your weather app. 
you could have gotten the game in and you used a maybe to not allow you to get the game in and you caused stuff because there was this big concern. Oh, we don't want him to get hot and then get cold and get shut down. Well, what you ended up doing is you making made him warm up three times. He got hot at two. He got hot at like 4.30. He got hot at seven. He got hot at nine. You made him keep getting hot and cold, hot and cold. And he said yesterday on the broadcast, Paul Skeens did, hey, I'm more sore today than what I normally am. Yeah. Yeah, you would be more sore because you had to throw three or four times before you ever actually got in the game. Because of somebody's weather app that said three hours from now it might be raining. Weekend W goes to Kylan Billy out of Terrebonne High School who got an LSU scholarship offer like we talked about earlier in the show. Kylan's a really good kid. And I'm glad that Coach Celestine <clears throat> was open and honest. Because, look, man, Kylan would tell you. The people around Kylan would tell you. Early in his career, <clears throat> there was a little maturity issue there. But but isn't there that with every 14 or 15-year-old, right? So we're not picking on Kylan. He was a kid. <clears throat> but whenever kids are met with that immaturity issue, when kids are met with that crossroads of, hey, I'm getting into some bad habits. You could either do one of two things. You could go down the road of stupidity, which is a bumpy road. It's an easier road to travel, but it's kind of a bumpy road when you get far along down it. Or you could change yourself. You could get on top of your stuff. <clears throat> and by all accounts, According to the folks at Terrebonne, Kylan has changed himself and he's gotten on top of his stuff and he's now got an LSU offer that I think is going to eventually turn into an LSU commitment and I think he's going to join Mason Smith and Kyron Lacey and all the other great uh, local players who are out in Baton Rouge. The last weekend, L goes to Connor McGregor. In game four of the NBA Finals during halftime, <clears throat> Connor McGregor does a bit with the Miami Heat mascot to promote some product and he was supposed to get physical with the mascot. Probably got a little too physical with the mascot. Sent the mascot to the hospital. I am so beyond over Conor McGregor. A guy who I think is the most overrated mixed martial artist in the history of the sport. A guy who was good for like two fights. And now who has not won a fight since before the COVID-19 pandemic. A guy who Dustin Poirier has beat up on routinely. A guy who could not beat Khabib. A guy who, if not for getting given a gift decision, would have not beaten Nate Diaz in a decision. If you want to beat up on somebody, Connor, why don't you get in the cage and beat up on somebody? Oh yeah, because he can't. Because when you get in the cage, you get knocked out, you get put to sleep, you get your leg broken, whatever it may be. That's why. That's why you got to beat up on a mascot and send a mascot to the hospital. Real big, real brave, Conor McGregor. But then again, given Conor McGregor's history, given Conor McGregor's history, I'm surprised he wasn't beating up on a woman, right? <clears throat> Because just earlier this year, 
in 2023, he was accused of assaulting and threatening a woman on a yacht. But these are the type of people that phony Dana White builds his brand around. Right? And then has the nerve to judge how other people run their businesses. This is the guy <clears throat> that you're building your brand around. A guy who doesn't win fights and a guy who beats up on women. Yeah, good job, Dana. Way to go. Get you some betting picks and we'll get out of here tonight. I like, uh, let's see, I like the Phillies. Minus 110 money line over the Diamondbacks. I was just talking up the Diamondbacks, but I think the Phillies are going to get the win today. I like Tampa minus one and a half over the Athletics. I like over eight and a half in that game. And tonight, tonight I like the Mariners minus 120 over the Miami Marlins. That's all for me today. We've had a good show. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. That's our Terrible and General Tuesday. We'll have a good show. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day. God bless. It's Ram season at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.